Chapter 9 of Among the Forest People. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jude Summers. Among the Forest People by Clara Dillingham Pearson. Chapter 9 The Young Jay Who Was Not Brave Enough to Be Afraid. Everybody who is acquainted with the Blue Jays knows that they are a very brave family. That is the best thing you can say about them. To be sure, they dress very handsomely, and there is no prettier sight on a fine winter morning than a flock of Blue Jays flitting from branch to branch, dining off the acorns on the oak trees, and cocking their crested heads on one side as they look over the country. They are great talkers, then, and are always telling each other just what to do, yet none of them ever do what they are told to so they might as well stop giving advice. The other people of the forest do not like the blue jays at all, and if one of them gets into trouble, they will not help him out. This always has been so, and it always will be so. If it could be winter all the time, the blue jays would be liked well enough, for in cold weather they eat seeds and nuts and do not quarrel so much with others. It is in the summer that they become bad neighbors. Then they live in the thickest part of the woods and raise families of tiny fuzzy babies in their great coarse nests. It is then, too, that they change their beautiful coats, and while the old feathers are dropping off and the new ones are growing, they are not at all pretty. Oh, then is the time to beware of the blue jays. They do very little talking during the summer, and the forest people do not know when they are coming unless they see a flutter of blue wings among the branches. The blue jays have a reason for keeping still then. They are doing sly things, and they do not want to be found out. The wee babies grow fast, and their mouths are always open for more food. Father and mother blue jay spend all their time in marketing, and they are not content with seeds and berries. They visit the nests of their bird neighbors, and then something very sad happens. When the blue jays go to a nest, there may be four eggs in it, but when they go away, there will not be any left nothing but pieces of broken eggshell. It is very, very sad, but this is another of the things that will always be so. And all that the other birds can do is watch and drive the jays away. There was once a young blue jay in the forest who was larger than his brothers and sisters, and kept crowding them toward the edge of the nest. When their father came with a bit of food for them, he would stretch his legs and flutter his wings and reach up for the first bite and because he was the largest and the strongest, he usually got it. Sometimes, too, the first bite was so big that there was nothing left for anyone else to bite at. He was a very greedy fellow, and he had no right to take more than his share, just because he happened to be the first of the family to break open the shell, or because he grew fast. This same young blue jay used to brag about what he would do when he got out of the nest, and his mother told him that he would get into trouble if he were not careful. She said that even blue jays had to look out for danger. Ha! Huh, said the young blue jay. Who's afraid? Now you talk like a bully, said Mother Blue Jay, for people who are really brave are always willing to be careful. But the young blue jay only crowded his brothers and sisters more than usual, and thought, inside his foolish little pin-feathery head, that when he got a chance he'd show them what courage was. After a while his chance came. All the small birds had learned to flutter from branch to branch and to hop quite briskly over the ground. One afternoon they went to a part of the forest where the ground was damp and all very strange. 
The father and mother told their children to keep close together, and they would take care of them. But the foolish young Blue Jay wanted a chance to go alone, so he hid behind a tree until the others were far ahead, and then he started off another way. It was great fun for a time, and when the feather folk looked down at him, he raised his crest higher than ever and thought how he would scare them when he was a little older. The young Blue Jay was just thinking about this when he saw something long and shining lying in the pathway ahead. He remembered what his father had said about snakes, and about one kind that wore rattles on their tails. He wondered if this one had a rattle, and he made up his mind to see how it was fastened on. "'I am a Blue Jay,' he said to himself, "'and I was never yet afraid of anything.' The rattlesnake, for it was he, raised his head to look at the bird. The young Blue Jay saw that his eyes were very bright. He looked right into them, and could see little pictures of himself upon their shining surfaces. He stood still to look, and the rattlesnake came nearer. Then the young blue jay tried to see his tail, but he couldn't look away from the rattlesnake's eyes, though he tried ever so hard. The rattlesnake now coiled up his body, flattened out his head, and showed his teeth, all the while his queer forked tongue ran in and out of his mouth. Then the blue jay tried to move, and found that he couldn't. All he could do was to stand there and watch those glowing eyes and listen to the song which the rattlesnake began to sing. Through grass and fern with many a turn my shining body I draw. In woodland shade my home is made, for this is the forest law. Whoever tries to look in my eyes come near to my poisoned jaw. And birds o'er bold I charm and hold, for this is the forest law. The rattlesnake drew nearer and nearer, and the young blue jay was shaking with fright, when there was a rustle of wings, and his father and mother flew down and around the rattlesnake, screaming loudly to all the other jays, and making the snake turn away from the helpless little bird he had been about to strike. It was a long time before the forest was quiet again, and when it was, the blue jay family were safely in their nest, and the rattlesnake had gone home without his supper. After the young blue jay got over his fright, he began to complain because he had not seen the rattlesnake's tail. Then, indeed, his patient mother gave him such a scolding as he had never had in all his life, and his father said he deserved a sound pecking for his foolishness. When the young blue jay showed that he was sorry for all the trouble that he had made, his parents let him have some supper and go to bed, but not until he had learned two sayings which he was always to remember and these were the sayings. A really brave bird dares to be afraid of some things, and if you go near enough to see the tail of a danger, you may be struck by its head. End of chapter 9